Hey everyone, this is Nicholas and Bender. Super divorce, of course. Of, of course. course. <laughs> uh, you're about to listen to episode number 29 of the Supercast. Today we're gonna we spent a lot of time talking about convenience stores. We did. It was, yeah, <laughs> a lot of time. We did really. It, but it was fun. But it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Fun discussion. We talked about some of our shows we're doing. Uh, our video shows on YouTube and, and all that jazz and I don't know time travel. Uh, we got caught up right towards the end. We got caught up on what each of us is playing right now. Some video games. Video gaming. Standard uh, fare for us and exclusive products. We talk about exclusive products. Yeah. Walgreens exclusive. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, um, you know. Follow us on social media. I know you guys are into that if you're listening on the internet. Twitter at Super Divorce. Snapchat, Super Divorce. Instagram at Super Divorce Band. Facebook.com slash Super Divorce. We do some video shows, Super Tokens, every Monday and Thursday at midnight live on Twitch. Except this week that will not be happening live. You'll still get... Uh, You'll still get a, a Super Tokens Show and Tell edition on Wednesday on YouTube. So uh, look for that. Super Scary on Saturday, Super Fanatics on Friday. And make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Why? Because if you subscribe to us on YouTube and we get 100 subscribers, we can get a custom YouTube URL. And then you don't have to like type in Super Divorce yeah. and... You can just go to youtube.com slash superdivorce. But you can't do that unless we get 100 subscribers. No. So help us out a little bit. Please. And with that, enjoy this episode of the Super Divorce Supercast. See you in the outro. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Hey man, welcome to Super Divorces Supercast. Hey, what's up guys? Um, that's not really correct though. What I just said. What? That's right. Super Divorces Supercast? I said Super Divorces Supercast. I've never said it that way before. No, it doesn't roll it does. the same way. Sorry for saying it that way. Yeah. Didn't mean to. This is the Super Divorce Supercast. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it is our it is our supercast. So technically, it's Super Divorces Supercast. If it belongs to anyone, it belongs to us. That's true. Yeah. But that's not the title of the show. No. So no. Sorry. <laughs> you should apologize. It's episode twenty nine. Woo. So in twenty nine shows, I've never said that before. Yeah. It's interesting. Um. It's cool. It's cool with having the numbers, though. Yeah. It's like having. It gives you the same satisfaction that you have when, like, a comic book runs for a long time and you're, like, waltzing into the comic store picking up issue 57. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know. And we're not going to reboot our show. No. We we had an opportunity to. We did. We could have done that and when, we didn't. When it became just the two of us, we could have rebooted, uh, you know, gone to Super Divorce now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, uh... Or Super Divorce Rebirth. Yeah. And then it would be like, you look it up on Wikipedia and it would say Volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the new, uh, the new canon. Yeah. But... No, we didn't do that. No. Because we stick to our guns. And we're both proponents of comic books not, uh, rebooting. Right. Or, like, resetting, I guess, would be a good, good way to put it. Right. We're gonna, we're gonna do, uh, beer right now. Mm-hmm. Well, before we do beer, I'm Bender, by the way. We didn't establish oh, that. Sorry, I'm like, Nick. Like we normally do. Nick, Nicholas, whatever you want to call me. Yeah. But um, now we're doing beer. We're going to do some beer. This is a section that I always write down as beer me. Yeah. Yeah. If we had segments in this show, this segment would be called beer me. Yeah. We're going to beer ourselves here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beer ourselves. <laughs> beer yourself. Just, beer just, yourself. Beer yourself. Just beer yourself. Cheers, my man. Cheers. Today... That's good. That is good. I like that. We're drinking yeah. Great Lakes Brewing Company's Oktoberfest. Yep. Yep. I went down to the the convenience store down the street there. Yeah. To pick this up. And the gentleman behind the counter said something about getting your wine in. So I wonder if he got some witch's brew. Oh, I didn't look. Okay. But. Yeah. You know what? I was just thinking yesterday that there's something over there that I forgot to pick up that that was what it was probably yeah i think yeah. he has some okay well i'll have to stop in he's a nice guy he is a nice guy he's very very personable uh-huh a little tough to understand sometimes but he does what he can yeah yeah i yeah i agree i think but i think he he's a he's a very nice man yeah he is um speaking of witches brew though Lindsay and i just found some the other night at kroger last night as a matter of fact Jess brought some home the other night too. Yep, we got we finally got some first two bottles of the season. <laughs> Did you go through them already? No, no. Uh, I poured some last night uh, for dinner, and uh, we we just had like a glass. When Obviously, you... just a regular bottle though. You only get like really three yeah decent glasses of wine out of it. So, what what was for dinner? Uh, last night we had chicken and mashed potatoes and peas. Hmm. Yeah. Nice traditional American family yeah. meal. Right, yeah. Mix the peas into the potatoes on your oh, yeah, plate. That's, and... You gotta do that. Mm-hmm. If there's, if I have mashed potatoes and any vegetable on my plate, they're mixed together. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that's, that's how it goes. And I used to not like that. I used to be, and I still kind of am, but I used to be one of those, like, my food cannot touch yeah. I didn't like it touching, you know, I didn't, whatever, but, and, and even still today, I will say, uh, if you have, like, a food with a, a gravy, mm-hmm. or, like, an overly juicy food, yeah. or something like that, I do not like that stuff touching other things on my plate. I think that's understandable. I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I, besides, like... I've I've worked on this over the years because I've heard from people in the know that uh, if you want to get the most out of your meal, you should go from item to different item and then back to what you started with and then uh-huh. have something else because then your your palate doesn't get too accustomed to a particular flavor mm-hmm. and uh, that's how I used to eat all of my food. I would eat one thing at a time. Really? Yeah. So I wasn't like so picky about things touching. But I would I would move from like, you know, the chicken 
over to the whatever the side dish was, and then I would I would just go around. Uh, you know, around the plate in a circle, basically. Were you, and, I was going to say, were you, like, anal enough to do clockwise or counterclockwise no, every I time? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about that. I would, honestly, I would save, I would generally save, like, whatever the feature of the dish was for last. Oh, yeah. So, like, if there was a piece of chicken or fish, I would go to that last. And then right. I'd kind of do the side things first. But hmm. I would go one at a time. Mm-hmm. And my uh, family used to give me me a bunch of shit about it yeah so like, why are you eating one thing at a time i don't know i just it made sense to me but then i heard you're fucking up if you do that because you're missing out on on the delicious flavor yeah of your meal because you makes sense you become numb to it <laughs> <laughs> but i just think, like everything in life <laughs> <laughs> but i think that as far as mashed potatoes go um mashed potatoes mixed with corn is my favorite as far yeah. as mixing yeah because i don't think corn has a very i mean sweet corn yeah but corn generally doesn't have a very overpowering flavor yeah so when you mix it with potatoes it really just gives it like an extra texture right and a little bit of a sweetness like you know i didn't mind but when you mix when i mixed my peas and mashed potatoes yesterday it you know, peas kind of have a dominant flavor, or at least more flavor than corn, in my opinion. Kind of a, you know, just more what you'd expect from a vegetable, yeah. I think. And so when you're eating them with the potatoes, they, at least we had, we had some, uh, just some buttered red skin mashed potatoes, like from a bag, which are just fine, in yeah. my opinion. Instant potatoes are great. But, uh... The, the the peas were just a little too there for me you know i kind of wanted the potato to mask the flavor a little more and uh didn't quite happen yeah the potatoes aren't gonna mask much no i know yeah you know i feel like the personality of the pea is a bit more forthcoming than yeah. uh than corn you know corn if you met corn you'd be you know, like Hey, I'm corn. Yeah. And peas are like, we're here, we're peas, yeah. and we're not going anywhere. Yeah. So they're not gonna they're not gonna be outdone by mashed potatoes. No. They won't let that happen. No, they don't they're yeah, they're very very dominant. Dominant vegetable. Um convenience stores. Mm-hmm. So like the one down the road. Mm-hmm. Where would you rank that? as far as, like, convenience stores that you've been to. What's your favorite convenience store? My favorite? I don't typically frequent many convenience stores. Uh, I... I did go to uh, an, a particular international grocery for quite a while mm-hmm. to get hookah supplies and the the people in there were very nice and uh welcoming but you know and then i went one day and i didn't recognize anybody working there and it kind of lost the miss you know the it lost the the <laughs> friendly atmosphere. i don't know they they kind of scary it is a little you know there was like one gentleman uh that was there for quite a while and would always say hi to me when I would come in and stuff. And then he, I think maybe switched shifts, you know, so I didn't see him too often or there's, 
plenty of international groceries in this area. Um, so he could have gone to another location. But then after that, there was a, a guy there who was about my age and he was going to UD and was working at the store as well. And so every time I'd go in and say hi to him and, you know, kind of ask how his classes were and things like that. And, but then, yeah, then one day I went in and didn't, didn't recognize anybody and kind of, I don't know, not intentionally, but it felt like I was sort of getting the cold shoulder, you know, they, the people just were not as upbeat and welcoming as some of the other, uh, workers had been. And I mean, not that it makes any difference, but this being an international grocery, all of the workers were Middle Eastern and, uh, yeah, just, you know, I missed being called buddy. Mm-hmm. So I stopped going there. <laughs> what if there's something awful happening? And that's why the new staff were so downtrodden. It's because they knew what was what was going to happen to them. I don't know. Maybe. Like the old staff, you know, they didn't just quit or leave. They're like being sold on the shelves now. It's food. I, <laughs> I, I, I find the probability of that to be very low, but I guess it's possible. I guess it's possible. But why would you work somewhere if you know you're just going to end up on the shelves as food? Maybe they're forced into it, <laughs> like it's, that, like that, almost like that Chuck E. Cheese creepy pasta yeah. thing we listened. I listened to yesterday. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, where you're just sacrificing employees to, you know, save the appetite of a creature from beyond but in this case it wouldn't be that They'd just to say the appetite of the customers <laughs> i don't know maybe, maybe it's like a family business i thought it was and a they, family business and i thought that everybody there was yeah like related somehow but maybe then. they started like they started selling people to eat um you know uh Obviously, you would, you would do that on the down low. <laughs> and then once they ran out of the first batch, uh-huh. and they couldn't uh, they couldn't acquire new strangers somehow, maybe the family was like, well, we have a very large family, so to keep the business going, we're going to sacrifice ourselves. We'll work at the store for a while, and then um, then once uh, you know we have a new staff ready, then. We'll get get rid of the old one and bring in the new one. Yeah, and they do it willingly because they want to keep the business alive. I don't know. Maybe the one guy just went to another store and the other kid went back to school. Mm. I think people are. I think you might have eaten him. I know it's not. I know it's not the intention of this discussion, but it's making me uneasy because I established that they're all Middle Eastern, and now we're making them sound like like terrorists that are just feeding their own kind to they're not they're wonderful people i'm sure they are i don't even think of that as terrorism i guess i guess not i mean if they decided this is what's best for us <laughs> to just sacrifice not hurting ourselves to the shelves of our store yeah i guess uh, well here the origin would be that they found they happened upon um, a bunch of dead bodies, uh-huh. and they're like, "What should we do with these?" And it's like, "Well, why don't we uh, turn them into food <laughs> and sell them at our market?" It's just shawarma. Yeah, 
and then the response was so overwhelming that it was like, man, well, we don't want to kill people, so we'll sacrifice our, ourselves to keep our business going and uh, to keep people coming back for more of our, like, our secret yeah. ingredient. Sure. That's what I think happened. We'll go with that. That sounds good to me, too. That's probably what happened. Yeah. But needless to say, I don't go there anymore. No. Convenience store as a whole. I mean... But I, I guess I, I would rank that one high. I mean, I enjoyed my time there. But I don't know an international grocery store. I don't know if I would. Con- that might not. It's not really a convenience store. Convenience it's store. not. No, I know. It was just. A, it's small though. Okay. You know, it was very, like it was the same size as a convenience store. Mm. They had a lot more items. I didn't grocery shop there though. I just went for one thing. I mean, in spirit, it's kind of a, it was my convenience store. <laughs> it was convenient for you to go there. Yeah, it there. was convenient for me to go there. It was conveniently located. It was conveniently priced. And they were nice. Mm. But I don't, I don't know. Um, well, I don't go to a lot of convenience stores. You've got like a Maristop. Uh... They always seem so shady. No matter what, like, no matter how nice the people inside are, or no matter, like, where it's located or anything, convenience stores that don't have gas pumps. Like, if you're talking, you know, if you're talking a store that is set up the same as what you would find at a gas station, yeah, but they don't have gas pumps, you know, so it is just a convenience store, they always seem shady to me. Like, just no matter what. I but think, if they added the gas pump, that would that would establish the credibility that you would need some sort to, of credibility. To look at them. I'd be like, oh, I can get yeah. gas there, and then they also have some pop. Yeah, but if Not they don't only, have that, I'm just like, where's the nearest gas station? Come on, like this place only sells soda and cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> and snacks of yeah, snacks, little Debbie snack cakes <laughs> and beer. Like sometimes none of those things are necessities for me. It's just like those are things that I feel like getting when I've stopped to get gas. I'm like, you know what? A little Debbie snack cake sounds nice (laughs) right now. I'm gonna go inside and grab one of those. Or a nutty buddy. A nutty buddy, yeah. Or like I don't know, some some planters trail mix in a single serving bag. And a twenty ounce blue Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Those aren't things that I'm driving down the road like I really need to stop and get me some planters mixed nuts and a twenty ounce Gatorade. (laughs) But then when you're in there and you're walking to the counter you, you stop, your your eyes are caught by the People magazine, uh-huh. not you personally, yeah. but people in general. And then it's like, oh, well, let me see what's going on with Kate Upton this week. And then you've added another $4 to your total. And then you go up to the counter and it's like, oh, I just realized I'm out of bubble gum. Uh-huh. I better pick up some bubble gum right. here. And you throw that on. And it's very easy to go into a convenience store intending to spend two or three dollars and you walk out having spent 10 to 15 yeah i'm not saying that i do that right. all the time but i can see how it would happen and you know, how maybe you stay afloat without gas <laughs> you know when i was at the convenience store just now uh the one that we frequent for our beer right which is a 
five minute walk it's away. It's an Ameristop. It is an Ameristop, yeah. Uh, I happened to notice that um, right of the counter behind the ice cream treats was a rack of magazines. And on this rack were only three magazines, one of which I couldn't read the title because it was turned around. The other was High Times 420. Uh And then the one right underneath it was Playboy. Or, or, no, I'm sorry. I think it was... Penthouse? No, it wasn't. It was Playgirl or something like that. Oh, Playgirl. And there was a very young looking person on young looking boy on the front of it (laughs) in boxers and i was pretty taken aback because i looked at this person's face and i was like i don't know if you're 18 he had to be 18 i guess you're on the cover of playgirl i mean that's or it was place it was play something his head was cutting off the the title of the book yeah that's a big time nudie mag yeah and it was not he did not look of age at all. I don't think they're putting minors on the I don't think they're putting world. minors on there either. I'm just saying it was very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I well, some people have a young face. Yeah. He had a young body too though. I mean he was wearing boxers, I saw. Yeah. Well uh, it was it was upsetting. It was a little <laughs> upsetting. Maybe it would upset him that you're upset about him I being guess. on the cover. I just got my beer and got out, you know. I remember stumbling upon uh, a buddy of mine. We went into his mother's closet one time when she was at work, and we found Latin Inches magazine. Latin Inches? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, it was all was that Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah, yeah it was all Hispanic, Hispanic porn. Men. Wow. Yeah. Latin Inches. I didn't. The the titles of magazines that you don't even know exist. Right. It's like. <laughs> This is a print magazine, you know, and it doesn't, it's not cheap to make a magazine. No, there's so, a company somewhere. Yeah, who are making enough money to print magazines every month. Called Latin, Latin Inches. Yeah, just for Latin dudes. You want to see, you know, Hispanic schlongs and... Hispanic schlongs. <laughs> uh, oh, but you know what, when you you're talking about like convenience stores being shady yeah if the ameristop down the street didn't have such an incredible beer selection that would be the shadiest place that's what i'm saying yeah because every time you go into convenience store it's like they're not particularly organized no the shelf space is always like the shelves are always way too bare yeah you know it's like there's one box of Lucky Charms that's yes. been there for five years. And like, and just like a couple bags of ramen noodles, <laughs> you know? And then somehow there's like an off-brand ramen noodle that you're like, isn't ramen already off-brand? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, it's always right next to a rack of like batteries and condoms. Mm-hmm. And then there's also cardboard boxes on the floor. Yeah. There's like a weird hat rack that has like plain baseball caps on it or like very novelty hats yeah sometimes they sell t-shirts maybe novelty gifts yeah that you would never get anyone unless you were just joking right you know like how much uh, i care it's like like dragon incense burners yeah (laughs) (laughs) and the uh 
the little glass roses that people just use as crack pipes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, you know, it it's the same sort of stuff you find at a truck stop, except less legitimate because it's not a truck stop. It's just a store. And it, like I said, it doesn't matter where it is because this convenience store is on Main Street in Lebanon, Ohio. Yeah. And... It's surrounded by, like, pretty nice houses, mm-hmm. and, you know, the people in Lebanon are pretty, like, pretty nice. Everything's just sort of quaint and small-town-esque, and somehow, even though it's nestled right in the center of that, it's still shady as fuck. It is, but it's legit because they have a specialty item, or yeah. a specialty um, sort of market that they that they um take the time to really invest themselves in mm-hmm. because uh that place actually closed down for a short time really a couple years ago i think and i remember then, that but then when they came back is when they had all the fucking micro brews and the dude who works there knows his shit about beer you know right but before that it was just straight up shady convenience store <laughs> with like no redeeming qualities right. so i don't even know how it stayed in business for as long as it did without that special selection mm-hmm. i guess they did carry beer before so you just had people stopping in for like miller light and Probably. budweiser but i don't know well it's nice now it is and i don't mind going there the beer selection's nice the beer selection's nice pretty much everything else is still shady yeah i mean when you have a a display of um, various jerkies from different animals, like, that's when you know. You know, and I know they have that at, like, jungle gyms and stuff. Well, it's not, like, gourmet. No, it's not. It's just, like, Frank's alligator (laughs) jerky. And then you look at the ingredients, and it's, like, beef, pork, alligator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's probably, like, 5% or less alligator. Alligator, right. And the rest of it's just beef jerky. Yeah stupid kangaroo jerky yeah but i would you know what if you're in lebanon i would recommend stopping in there yeah it's i mean you're gonna be get okay some beer. you're gonna be fine it's not dangerous it's yeah just shady. because it's still lebanon yeah it's exactly it's just you walk in you feel like you're not in lebanon anymore you know right. it's like where where did this take me because right. it it feels slightly dangerous because of its convenient story nature you know but then when you get out, you feel like more of a badass because you're like, oh, I just survived the Ameristop. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how rough we have it here. <laughs> we survive Ameristop. Uh, but in contrast to that, you know what's always nice as fuck is drugstores. Like CVS? And like CVS stuff? and Walgreens. Yeah. I they're, think CVS... They're not, yeah, they're definitely not shady but I, they can be run down but not i haven't been to many cvs yeah. or walgreens like maybe off-brand drug stores just Rite like Aid. Home, right yeah right don't go to Rite no Aid. i fuck right <laughs> <laughs> you're that's slumming it that's, <laughs> right Aid is slumming it i would rather go to a convenience store that i don't know than go into right Aid. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I agree. I think I've only been doing into a Rite Aid once in my whole life. Have you ever noticed that every drugstore smells the same? 
Do you know what the drugstore smell is? Not really. I don't go into them often enough. I want you to go out one day yeah, and just, just stop into a CVS and then go to a Walgreens and you'll you'll notice the same aroma. Yeah. I don't know what they do, why there's a drugstore well, smell. probably because there's a bunch of medicine in the back. No, it doesn't smell bad. It's well, like yeah, I know. It's like they're all using the same air freshener <laughs> <laughs> at like every single one across the country, everyone I've been to. Yeah. They all smell exactly the same. And I remember it from being a kid. The drugstore smelled the same way. I don't know what it is. You know what sets for me as like a uh, a nerd or a geek, so to speak, what sets a drugstore, especially Walgreens, apart from a convenience store for me is that uh, Walgreens will frequently, oddly enough, have like exclusive collectibles oh yeah and like no shit they are good ass collectibles too (laughs) yeah it makes you it it just like when they come out when they're announced they're so good it makes you go why the fuck does walgreens have this i know i don't understand but it's kind of cool i yeah i mean maybe it's just maybe it's just something like companies do to fuck with people like the creators of the the collectibles are like all right we're gonna have an exclusive at cvs <laughs> yeah and, the, and make everybody go spend money at cvs yeah but they know that like i don't know i would have to assume the run is pretty limited when you're talking yeah. about the cvs or the walgreens action mm-hmm. figure you know because... and somehow it's like it it makes less sense than like target having an exclusive product yeah course it because it's just like it you know you get target and walmart that get exclusive products and you're like yep okay well i just have to go to my local target to get this this pop figure or this action figure or whatever but then when marvel's like hey you can get an exclusive unmasked black panther pop vinyl figure at walgreens only you're like (laughs) really what (laughs) And you know if you go there and ask for help, no one's going to have any fucking Nobody, clue what you're talking yeah. about. If, if I walked into a Walgreens and said, hey, do you guys have that Walgreens exclusive all-white Boba Fett Black Series figure? They'd be like, what's Black Series? What's yeah. Boba Fett? I don't understand what you're talking about. White armor? But, that's, but they had one. Like, Walgreens had a prototype Boba Fett 6-inch Black Series figure exclusively at walgreens <laughs> i think it's a funny joke i kind of think it's, it's a joke <laughs> too. it's like it's like they're just trolling all of the fans out there yeah because they know that i i bet a lot of people who um i don't know because i'm sure you're you're diehard collectors who are like flipping things mm-hmm. they're gonna know where everything is yeah but slightly above casual fan who's like oh the new star wars toys are coming out they're gonna go to walgreens or not walgreens walmart or toys r us or target and they could be there when the shipment's unloaded and uh-huh. grab one of everything and be like oh, i got it all i got everything <laughs> yeah and then it'll never even cross their mind that they missed out on the walgreens exclusive because yeah they're not that deep into it so it's but you know what if that guy stumbled across it 
without looking, he'd be fucking so out of his mind, ecstatic. Yeah. What the fuck? Like Walgreens exclusives are so crazy that uh, there's this tattoo artist that I follow on Instagram. Uh, his name's Dave Tevenall. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's pretty. He's pretty well known. I bet you Jesse knows who he is. Um, but he posted a while back. It's it's been quite a while. But he was just like, hey, uh, he works in New York. He has a shop in New York, but he's also from Ohio. Um, and he posted like, hey, anybody in Ohio, uh, are there any Walgreens that have like these pop vinyls? He was looking for like four exclusive Walgreens pop vinyls. And I think he was like, I've been everywhere in New York and I like can't find them anywhere and he was like, if you find these for me, like, I will trade you artwork or tattoo work. He's like, DM me if you have them. So, like, it's just like, that's how crazy it is sometimes, you know? I mean, he's a huge, huge Marvel collector. I mean, he posts just as much Marvel stuff as he does tattoos. Uh, but I just thought it was so funny. Like, anybody go to Walgreens and pick up this, this uh, you know multicolored vision pop vinyl yeah because i'm looking for it so if you have one like i'll give you some tattoo work because of that i guarantee you there are so many people out there who have just like randomly been going to pick up a prescription and their kids like mommy i want this yeah and they've grabbed one of those exclusives that like there are people out there tearing out their hair trying to find And the kid is just at home, like, you know. It's like twelve ninety nine. That on eBay it's going for, like, 50 Yeah. And the kid's, like, coloring on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How many, how many prototype armor Boba Fett figures are probably out there just, like, rotting in someone's toy drawer? I, probably a lot. Yeah. I would say a good majority of them. Now, granted, those don't go for much more than retail on eBay, but still. But still, I could, same thing, I could, I could picture... You know, the kid being like, look, you're supposed to color this one yourself. Right. Because <laughs> it's all white. And then they also pick up some markers so that they can... So they can color this bow with yeah. figure. Ridiculous. Yeah. Fucking... I don't have too many exclusive products. I have a couple from working at GameStop. Um, I don't even know. I'm looking around. I don't know. I... I... I can't think of any exclusives off the top of my head. Oh, I think maybe... Those are Hot Topic exclusives. Yeah, the uh, Gur Invader Zim pop vinyls that I have, those are Hot Topic exclusivos. But those are not as hard to find as Walgreens exclusives. No. Because you can go... And I, you can probably do it on Walgreens.com as well. I just, it never really crossed my mind. But you can go to HotTopic.com and, you know, grab those pretty easily. And they still have them in stores, too, because being a national chain like that, I mean, yes, Walgreens is, too. But even still, Hot Topic being a huge national chain, they make a shitload of them. Yeah, and last time I was in there, anyway, they had a, a huge selection of pop vinyls. Lots. Tons. There was, like, an entire like their entire back, back wall, wall. Yep. when you just walk straight in mm-hmm. that back wall is just like from top to bottom full of pop, pop yeah. vinyls and you had to like ask a manager to bring a ladder out if you wanted to see <laughs> it was, you know higher up than you could right, reach right 
and they have a lot of exclusives too mm-hmm. like lots of marvel variants and stuff and uh they've got all the the only ones that i want are the michael romance gerard way has four pop vinyls of himself when did those come out a while ago i think but you, i want all of them you picked up any of them no no i want them all though they have there's a there's two i think there's two hot topic exclusives uh, it's Gerard, Revenge Gerard Way where he's wearing like the black mask and he has a red tie and then Ghost Gerard Way where he's got skeleton makeup on from the Black Parade and then there's the two standard ones that are Revenge Gerard and he's just like in a suit with like a white face and red under his eyes and his hands are like uh, inter- his fingers are interlaced uh, so obviously that's the three cheers version. Yeah. And then he has the marching band black parade version with his white hair and everything. Um, he should do one that's just like comics writer Gerard. Just, like, <laughs> just, just a dude. Just a dude. Right? I don't know if you've seen any pictures of him in 2016. He's just like, he's the most unassuming man you've ever he seen. Is. He's just like. God love him. You know. I mean, he's but just, he can go from that to David Bowie-esque rock star. I know. In a split second. And I think, you know, he's so, he's, I love Gerard Way. You know, he, I've seen an interview or two with him. I watched, I think, a Comic-Con panel. And it's kind of like, at least the way it looked to me on screen, he's just kind of like, he's always sort of just hunkered down a little bit. It looks like he's like gained a little bit of weight. He's just kind of like chilling, though. It's just like, hey, this is Gerard Way. He used to be the front man of the biggest emo band of all time, but now he's just a humble comic writer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's heartwarming, honestly. Well, I know that part of his, um, like, when he got really uh, heavily mired in alcoholism, mm-hmm. it was because he, like, couldn't go on stage unless he was drunk. Because yeah. he, so, he had stage fright so badly that he couldn't perform. Mm-hmm. So, I know he got over that after a time, but... Yeah, that's all in the... You know, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I really need to. Is the uh, Life on the Murder scene mm-hmm. DVD. Yeah. Where he beats that habit, like, within the context of the DVD. Yeah. You know, and he speaks about it at one point, and he's talking about how he got over it all, and then... I just remember the a, a small, uh, just a snippet where he's talking about getting over uh, an alcohol addiction and they sort of zoom in on the cup in his hand because it's like a bourbon cup and they just like point an arrow to it and it says Diet Coke. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, all right, good yeah. for you, man. Like, And he's been sober ever since, I, th- mm-hmm. I think. I don't think he... I read that had something all. to do with... Um, his falling out with Burt McCracken from The Used. Yeah. So they were really good friends for a while, and then I think when he got sober, Burt got a little resentful. Really? And he was struggling with his own problems, but he wasn't quite at the point where he was ready to make a change. Mm-hmm. And I think Gerard was like, I've got to distance myself from this guy because if I'm around him, it's bad news. Yeah. One of those things. Well, did Bert get over it too? Because they were just on tour, and uh... I think he did. I I seem to remember him maybe relapsing at a point. I don't uh, know what he's been up to the past few years. That really yeah. followed that band. Um, but 
I love the used, but they are always going to be second to My Chemical Romance for me. It was the other way around at first for me. I got into the used way before I got into MCR. Really? Yeah. Like when that first album came out from the used. Um, and then I remember there was a used DVD and I was... Was it had, Baby Memories? Yeah. And I had it in my mind to check out My Chemical Romance because Bert was wearing an MCR t-shirt like in a lot of the interviews they were doing. Uh-huh. And I was like, that sounds like a cool band. But I just never got around to it. And then finally, I was in Hot Topic. And they used to have the little listening station with like yep. six six CDs. miss that, man. Yeah, Hot it was Topic. awesome. What happened? I don't know. You walk in, put the headphones on, yep. be like, what do they have now? And I played Helena... And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. After like 30 seconds, I remember getting chills. And I was like, all right, I'm buying this. And yep. and uh, I was a huge fan after that. But for for quite a while, yeah, I, I definitely would have preferred the use to, to my chem. But they kind of fell off for me for some reason. They, uh, their catalog is not as strong as MCR's. No. They've had some bright spots after the first album. Yeah. But even In Love and Death, I don't think came anywhere close to the to the first. In Love and Death was definitely one of those it had its it had its good songs and it had its bad songs. Yeah. I mean, the singles that they released are classic in my opinion. Uh, but the rest of the album is honestly pretty forgettable. They put out one I think maybe in 2009 or 10 called Artwork that was really good. Artwork was cool. I liked Artwork a lot. You know, I also really liked uh, Lies for the Liars. Yeah, that was a good album. The the third album. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that album. I probably listened to Lies for the Liars uh, just as much, if not a little bit more, than their self-titled. I mean, I really, like, I don't know why. It's an awesome CD. I really latched on to that that one. Reminds Um, me of driving to red robin yeah 5 30 in the morning when i worked there (laughs) (laughs) it was when it came out jess walked down the aisle at our wedding to a song off that album was it find a way um no it was the uh let me be the one who calls you baby all the time i don't remember the name of the song oh smother me me. that's it yeah yeah she walked on the aisle i didn't know that Mm -hmm. that's fucking rad yeah that's really cool yeah, we had a fun wedding. Yeah, it sounds like it. I wish you could have been there. I wish I could have been there too. <laughs> Why haven't we been friends our whole lives? I know. How old were you when I was getting married? Uh, uh, how, how long ago did you get married? Would it have been five years? No, it'll be eight years. Eight years? God damn! I don't know where where is time going? Yeah. Well, I would have been what? Eight eight years ago, I would have been nineteen, I guess. 20 i just turned 27 okay yeah so i would have been in between or at either in between uh waiting to go to college or in college Mm. because i went late well if we ever get to go back in time stop by my wedding yeah sneak you some brewskis that'd be nice (laughs) (laughs) we had uh we had what do we have it wasn't a full open bar but I did request open. It was an open beer bar, ah, and you could buy mixed drinks. If That's you the wanted. way to go, I think. But I, we had uh, 
Sam Adams Oktoberfest. <laughs> that was my choice. Well, you my... had a fall wedding, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, why the fuck wouldn't you yeah. have Oktoberfest there? Yeah. And then we went to the Halloween haunt at Kings Island afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one day when we achieve time travel. Yeah. I'm going to we're gonna, we'll go back together. Yeah. We'd have to find a way to As long as that doesn't create some sort of paradox. I feel like we'd have to wear disguises. <laughs> <laughs> was there anybody at your wedding you didn't quite recognize because if you did then that was probably us and time travel is going to be possible one day mm. i hope yeah yeah that'd be rad well i didn't get to talk to everyone so it's there, it's very yeah there you go there's a very good possibility that we were there i'm just gonna hold on to yes we were absolutely okay. there we were you were at my wedding in yeah. the future in the past probably old me like like what if like what if time travel is achieved when when uh we're both like in our 70s yeah and we just like time traveled back to your wedding and played like the old uncles (laughs) like our second uncles or whatever and that's how we got through everything and we just never but we like made a point to just not talk to you and jess because we're like we don't want them to know but we're gonna come enjoy this shit that's, that's, that's a good what, plan. Yeah. I bet you that's what's going to happen. Just where, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll have hair at that point, maybe not. Mm-hmm. If it looks similar, then we can just wear hats. Yep. You know? Yeah. When my parents got married, my dad wore Bermuda shorts to the reception. Really? Like, like button-down shirt, tie, jacket, and I think he had pink shorts on. <laughs> Because he's a boss. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, boy. Well, um, so we're we're about to record two video shows, eh? Yeah, we got a lot going on today. We do. It's a big, big day. Two more, two more shows. We've got our third episode of Super Scary mm-hmm. already. We're going to be talking about Night of the Comet. We are. How'd you feel about the second episode? I loved it. I loved the second episode. It was a lot of fun. The Evil Dead episode. You guys check out, go on YouTube and look up Super Divorce, Super Scary. Check out the Evil Dead episode. Or you can go to uh, superdivorceme.com slash super scary. That's a better way, I think. It's easier right now until we can get a a URL on YouTube. But I, yeah, the Evil Dead episode was so much fun to shoot. And I think you really, once again, hats off to you for all the fucking work you're doing. Because it's insane. Uh, I was talking to, to Jess. Jess tattooed me today, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I, what I was doing before I came over here. But you know, I was talking to her, and she was just like, "I haven't even seen Nick in like a week. He's a madman." <laughs> <laughs> well, it won't be so bad. I think once once things kind of fall into place, mm-hmm. I'm learning as I go. You know, I'm not a video editor by trade or anything. <laughs> right, so right. Just, there's a lot of, like, running into a problem. And it's like, fuck, now you have to Google something and figure it out. And then a lot of detours and roadblocks and such. But it's fun because, um, you know, doing the shows with you, it's fun to record. And, of course, why wouldn't it be fun to just talk about shit you're into and then yeah, exactly. make a show about it and put it online? I mean... 
even if only five people watch it and whatever, <laughs> it's still fun to do. So I actually had one of my friends texted me uh, yesterday and said, Hey man, we're, it was, uh, Timmy, I don't know if you, you've probably met him one once time. Or twice. Yeah, they were there when we came over to watch Inside. Yes, I think. yes, Timmy and Kate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timmy texted me the other day. And he was like, "Hey, man, we just watched the first episode of Super Scary, and now we're sitting down to watch Sleepaway Camp." So, that's they, cool. You know, yeah. I was, and I was going to bring this up. Um, I I think it would be cool to do our videos in a way where we dance around spoilers. Yeah, so that we can. We can feature movies that we like and hopefully get people to watch them who might not have seen them yet. Yeah. And then, of course, you don't want to spoil the ending or big plot points. I think it's a good challenge. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Sort of drop the ball with Evil Dead. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, That's okay. From here on out, I from guess. From here on out. That was one where it's just like, I don't know. It, the... the... The end of Evil Dead, the new one, is just too good not to talk about. Yeah. Or not to show. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you see it, and it makes you want to watch the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so fucking brutal and awesome. But if we had spoiled the ending of Sleepaway Camp, it would have been ruined the whole bummer. movie. Yeah. I feel like we could spoil anything from Night of the Comet, though, and it wouldn't matter because that movie was boring. Well... I mean, we'll talk about it on the show. Yeah. You know, you can watch Super Scary to see what we think, mm-hmm. but I totally agree that there were some good good points, but I think uh I think Jason needs to explain himself. <laughs> well, you know what? There are some things I I shouldn't get into it here right now because yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it downstairs. Yeah. There's I feel I feel like there's some justification uh uh-huh. for the way the movie is. Oh, okay after doing a little bit of research so yeah i didn't do any research so i'm just gonna hate on it probably (laughs) the whole time but that'll be uh saturday's episode right this this saturday so if you want to find out more if you want to hear the full conversation then watch sure to check out super scary yeah on saturday and so yeah we're doing that and super fanatics here and then Mm -hmm. we're going to record next week's podcast later tonight as well because nick's going out of town again again damn wife always going to tattoo conventions i know making a name for herself (laughs) and shit and then we're staying a couple extra days in colorado for our anniversary oh i thought it was just to like get as much weed as you can well you know what i was i was gonna bring that up it kind of makes me sad that i'm not more into marijuana right. you know <laughs> yeah like i don't i really don't give a shit because i don't really like smoking that much so yeah everyone who i've i've brought up the fact that i'm going to, to colorado to like oh you're gonna fucking get some good shit while you're out there it's like well i don't know probably oh not <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not afraid i just don't really like it yeah i just don't really enjoy being high i'd much rather drink yeah and it's some people are the Complete, complete opposite. opposite it's like i'll get fucking stoned all day i hate being drunk yeah and i well you know i don't i don't like being drunk that much either i don't i don't drink in excess but i prefer a slight buzz from alcohol to uh yeah you know, to getting stoned in any degree well i'm sure you'll have a good trip with or without you know some good old substance yeah you know what bothers me about weed is I don't like being 
mentally foggy. Yeah. And it, I feel like it slows me down. I lose my edge. I feel like if I have a few beers, I'm still like firing on all cylinders. Maybe speech becomes a little sloppy or something, <laughs> but you laugh a little bit more. Yeah. But when I when I smoke, it's like I don't know. Just what draws drives me nuts is if the times I've been really stoned is like watching a movie and I forget what happened like ten seconds before. <laughs> And I yeah. like freak out, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? I, like, have Alzheimer's right now? You that know, sounds terrible. I don't like that. I just drink. Yeah. So well, can't relate. Well, but I don't like. It's okay, I don't. I, I I don't think there's there's not much there's not much you're missing out on, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. But you know. Uh, if it becomes legal in Ohio at some point, which I think it actually is, I, I think it medical is medically. Is. So that, that's, I feel like that's. But step it's one. not. From what I understand, it's not. It's medical, but you can't. You still can't smoke it, even medically. It's like medical marijuana pills or edibles oh. or something. I'm okay. pretty sure you can't. Still can't smoke it, but. Everywhere that's legalized medical marijuana has ended up legalizing regular marijuana, too. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. No one gives a shit about weed anymore. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I mean, I just think it's stupid. Like, just just fucking... Obviously, so far, it's working out pretty well for Colorado and everywhere else that's legalized. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. All you ever see, and of course, you know, I'm not at all into politics, but... All you know, all you ever see are articles like, "Well, Colorado got seven billion dollars thrown into their economy." You know mm-hmm. why? Cause pot. Yeah. Because they tax the shit out of it, and now they make millions of dollars off marijuana tax. No brainer, man. Seems like it. No brainer. Seems like it. That's your. That's our political standpoint for the day. Because neither of us is particularly. I don't know. I have my opinions, but I'm Nick not, has his opinions, but he doesn't want to I'm not here to shove them down your throat. Hell no. You know, well, that's not what this show's about. It's just going to bum you out. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> bums everybody out. <laughs> make people mad. and We're not here to make people mad, man. No. We're here to fucking drink good beer and talk about cool shit. Right. And uh, stuff like video games, which I don't think we've checked in on in maybe a few weeks no i i was gonna i was interested to know if you've played anything new or my buddy tyler bought me the bioshock collection for ps4 as an extremely late birthday present and i did pop in bioshock infinite and started playing through that have you played any of the bioshock games before i have only ever beaten infinite oh i have not i've i played the first one pretty damn far when it when it was out on 360 um like all the way to where you uh spoiler have you you've played it yeah you beat it yeah spoiler you kill andrew ryan mm-hmm. with the golf club yeah i got like all the way there which i think is pretty close to the end and then i never beat it and i played about 20 to 30 minutes of bioshock 2 because my girlfriend has it 
on PS3. But I beat Infinite. I played that one all the way through. Infinite was great. It's so amazing. And playing it, you know, going back, uh, restarting and playing it on PS4. And, I mean, it already looked great. But just the the little touch of polish mm-hmm. that the remaster gives it for PS4 is just fantastic. And, uh, man, it's so fun. I'm having so much fun with it. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been playing a little bit of Strider, which is just a DLC uh, on PS4 downloadable game. Side-scrolling ninja action. Mm. That's that's kind of fun. But now that I've got Bioshock, I'm, I want to run through Infinite, uh, and then I want to take on the other two, see how those, see how that goes. I never played the second one because I know. Ken Levine was not involved in it. I don't yeah. think, think he had left the studio, and that kind of turned me off from it. And I heard a lot of people say it wasn't like on the level that the first one was. So it's not, but you know, I know it has its fans though. Yeah, so I, I think I'd it's like to worth go through it at some point. But yeah, it's worth checking out at least. Yeah, <clears throat> there's an interesting, uh, kind of an interesting thing when you. I believe at some point you play as a little sister and you see rapture through the eyes of a little sister and it's much different. Like, uh, I think the big daddies look like angels to them and nothing is broken. You know, everything is still intact and it's, it's, it's interesting. They have a, they have an interesting way that they view rapture. Hmm. Um, but like I said, replaying Infinite is just so good. I love the story. I love how like heavily religious it is. Yeah. And how it's all like, you know, skewed with like the prophet uh Comstock and then yeah. you're the false prophet and the lamb as Elizabeth and all that crazy, you know, sort of um I don't know, like I said, yeah, like a skewed religious perspective. It's just, it's so awesome. Yeah, it was in the ending was incredible man i'm excited to get back to it because i remember the ending but uh i i want to experience it again i've only experienced it the one time and obviously the great thing about the collection is it has all the dlc so you can Mm -hmm. play uh burial at sea i never did play that so i'm i'm excited that's another reason i wanted to get through infinite again is because i wanted to play burial at sea uh with the story fresh in my mind right. and everything, so that ought to be that ought to be fun. Yeah, I just uh, I played a little bit of uh, Silent Hill: Shattered Memories on the last Super Token streaming that I did. Yeah, that was that was fun to play that again. I enjoyed that game. Was that on Wii? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I've told you about that one before. I don't think so. It's probably my favorite use of the Wii Remote in any game that I've ever, ever played. Uh-huh. Um, on the Wii, anyway. Uh, you know, you there's no combat in the game. So, anytime there's a monster or anything, you just run. Huh. And when you're running, you have to keep an eye out for, like, the... I guess the places you're trying to get to, either a ledge that you can jump over or a door you can go through, it'll be kind of like highlighted in blue. And uh, 
and you have to run to those before the monsters catch up with you and um, you've got a flashlight and that's you're using your Wii remote to control where you're pointing the flashlight so it's very intuitive uh-huh. as far as the controls go and then you use the nunchuck to actually walk and uh, then your flashlight or the Wii remote also doubles as your cell phone so there are sections of the game where you need to like pull up the menu and, and call someone or call a number that you found lying around and, and try and gather clues when you call a number the the sound actually doesn't come out of the, the screen right. or your speakers it comes out of your Wii remote right so you hold your phone up, or your Wii remote up to your your face like you're talking on a phone you get this kind of crackly voice coming through That's and uh, it's really cool my bad very very inventive and and creative with how they use that unfortunately when i was playing it the uh the nunchuck i was using started to crap out and i wasn't able to continue so i had to cut it shorter than i wanted to i still got like an hour in but it was a fun game if you haven't played uh, silent hill shattered memories that was a good one yeah i know that people give that that series a lot of shit after i think the third one but that's probably the most solid entry after number three it's kind of a retelling of the original so i'd recommend it yeah if i had a Wii, i'd check it out i know Lindsay likes silent hill Lindsay plays all those horror games i mean she was running through uh obscure and obscure 2 i played the original obscure yeah yeah i remember there being some really horrible acting in that game yeah it's, it's pretty bad but she was, yeah, she was playing Obscure too. She said it was way better than really? the original yeah, one. I would, I would imagine. I, I remember laughing a lot when I played Obscure. It was a fun playthrough. But I just remember that, like, or I think it's funny that, uh, you know, it's this horror game and you're, like, stuck in a school and everything, and then on the back of the case or whatever, it's, like, featuring music from Sum 41. <laughs> like, that's a selling point for yeah. this horror game is that it's got music from Sum 41 in yeah. it. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I and uh, I know she's played... She was playing Silent Hill Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, I've got the Resident Evil Zero and original Resident Evil remakes on or re- remasters on PS4 she hasn't touched those yet but I bet those are great games yeah I bet soon enough she'll get to that um, I don't know not a lot going on in video games I've got uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider coming my way whenever mm-hmm. that comes out on PS4 that'll be super fun I'm sure that'll uh, I'm sure I'll jump into that as soon as it comes out yeah been only been waiting for like two fucking years to play that shit ever since it came out on xbox not really two years but it's been a long time it's been a while Mm -hmm. um no haunt this week we didn't do a haunt well we had a lot of work to do yeah there's a lot going on with these these shows we're doing fucking whipping stuff up here but pay it uh, off though yeah i mean we had to miss a haunt, so what? And it pays I off. Won't do one next week either. No, I know, but we'll have we'll so just have we, to hit him as soon as you get back from Colorado. We smoking weed up in the mountains. 
listening to John Denver while I get stoned there in Colorado. Go. That's what's up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess uh, for now, maybe uh, be a good place to hit the pause button for us anyway. Yeah, we'll have to for go you, through. For you, it's going to uh, be the stop button. You don't get the next installment until a week from now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. For us, we're going to. We're going to get to work on some of our other items that we've got to check off the list here for hard-working gentlemen. Because we bring you content every day of the week. How many other bands are doing that for you? We are still a band, by the way, just so you we guys are. know. We now, so just so you know, now that we've got all of this in place and we've got content coming out every night for you, the next step after this is to now start writing music. Yes. And... You know, like we said a couple, well, our first podcast back, really, as a two-piece, Nick is working so incredibly hard to not only put all of this together, but also to learn brand new instruments so that we can start making music with just the two of us. And uh, hopefully that's coming about soon. We'll get started here. I think once we get started it's all just gonna fall right into place i don't think we're gonna oh, have yeah. a hard time at all no it's it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm having fun right now and i'm i'm really looking forward to getting the music rolling because mm-hmm. of course that's what that's, that's what, what all this is all about yeah it is i mean it's it's become more than that over over uh, the period of time that uh, we've been a band with us adding all this extra stuff in i feel like when we're doing, the, you know, super scary, or when we're doing super fanatics, or doing the super cast, that's what the focus is at that moment. But we're hoping that it draws people in in some capacity, like, you know, maybe people who are fans of our music when we start releasing it, maybe they won't be fans of all of our shows, and you know, maybe some people who are fans of the shows won't really like the music, and that's okay. But we'll have like a a banner. That is super divorce mm-hmm. under which all this stuff is released, and um, it all started with the band, of course. You yeah. know, so that's uh, it'll be nice to put some time and effort into that aspect of it again because we really haven't been able to. So, um, looking forward to that. Yeah, looking forward to getting back to playing. Yeah, but for right now, we are very much enjoying all of this content that we're able to bring. And hopefully y'all are too, and uh, we want to hear from you, so if you have any suggestions or things you want to hear us talk about on any of the shows that we're doing, or comments for us, go ahead and shoot us uh, an email over at uh, divorceclub at superdivorceme.com, or you can get in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter, Twitter, wherever. We're even, pretty... even comment on our Instagram, who yeah. cares? We're pretty, uh, we make our asses very available. Yeah. So. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, too, because we're posting more often now. Yeah, we are. Pretty much daily. I finally have the profile added onto my Instagram account so I can switch back and forth uh, on the fly. So I post on the band's Instagram much more now as well. So you get posts from both of us. Yep. But it's a grab bag. It's a grab bag. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're going to get to work on some other shit for a while, and then we'll be back to record another podcast that you will hear next week. Yep. And, um, 
and uh, we'll, we'll see you all soon. We'll talk to you soon. See you later. Bye-bye. show yeah despite well not despite but that was we talked about convenience things for way too long we did <laughs> <laughs> but it was convenient <laughs> yeah it was a convenient topic yeah because you're just you brought the beer over you just left the convenience store yeah and it kind of came up naturally yeah it so was very convenient it's okay right it's, it was a convenient truth and um, some more convenient truths are that you should follow us on Facebook uh, and Twitter and all of our other social media shits like super, uh, Twitter, Super Divorce, at Super Divorce. That's yeah. our Twitter handle. Yeah. Handle. Handle. No one says handle. I don't anymore. know why they call it a Twitter handle. Like, I don't know. Why, it's just, I mean, I guess. Username. Yeah, username. But handle. Handle has been around for a long time. Right. It's not just for Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at SuperDivorce. Snapchat, we're SuperDivorce. Instagram, at SuperDivorceBand. And Facebook.com slash SuperDivorce. Also, check out the Divorce Club on Facebook. Search the Divorce Club and uh, we can add you to that. Do that. You can post up in there. and You can. Very likely get a response from both of us because we get notifications when people post in there. And we like interacting with people. Yeah, yeah. Also, email us at divorceclub at superdivorceme.com. That's right. Let us know if you have any questions or topics you want us to cover or movies you want us to watch for Super Scary or video games you want Nick to put on the list for Super Tokens or comic books we need to read for Super Fanatics. Fucking everything. Just let us know if you want it. We'll give it to you, probably. We probably will. Because we like people. We do. And you're getting in on the ground level shit here, so yeah. it's like you got direct access to us. That's right. Several years from now, we might be sifting through millions of emails. Yeah, right now. I mean, just this this weekend's episode of Super Scary is a request episode. It is. One of our friends said, hey, you should watch Night of the Comet. Well, guess what we did? We watched Night of the Comet. And we are about to uh, review Night of the Comet. Yeah. And then we're going to post that for this Saturday's episode of Super Scary, which you can check out at uh, superdivorceme.com slash superscary. And we're going to have a new Super Fanatics on Friday, superdivorceme.com slash superfanatics. And uh, then a, a Super Tokens show and tell edition on Wednesday night. I will not be streaming this week because... Uh, gonna be busy putting these shows together and then i'm also going to be out of town so um you can catch me uh next week on uh super token streaming as as uh we've kind of built up and um yeah just he's going out of town and we're still bringing you three video shows so yep. you guys can just not complain <laughs> just yeah just deal with it just deal with it and we will see you guys next week when yep. you get to hear the other podcast that we're going to record later this evening. Yes. Yes. Alright. We'll catch you on the flip side. Or in the upside down. Or in the upside down. We'll catch you in the upside that, down. That is 
That's better. That's what, that's the flip side. That is. It's the flip side. They the could have called side. it the flip side. It wouldn't have been as cool. No. it's yeah, That would have been too hip-hop. <laughs> okay. We'll see you guys. Bye. Super divorce.